Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Before we go any further, I want to just say that I'm a professional and I've been doing this for almost two years and I wasn't offended, but I was more so kind of like, oh, you want to give me advice? No, there are some people in this life that I take advice from and there are some people I'm like, okay, why did you just put your two cents in? Wasn't needed or required, but you know shit happens so um i'm very confident i've been doing this show for about two years i know how to do a show and i like to make my audience wait for it okay so here's the dr zeus podcast tonight we're going to talk about the doors this month 53 years ago they put out the self-titled album the doors were dark they were interesting, they were introspective, they were intelligent, they were Shakespearean, they were psychedelic without being psychedelic. You know, all of these different things. Um, you had, you know, Break On Through to the Other Side, you had Light My Fire, which went to number one. They play Ed Sullivan. They get to Ed Sullivan, and the gentleman's like, you know, we were just wondering if you could take the word higher out. Huh? Jim Morrison lost it. So finally, they get on stage. They said, girl, we couldn't get much higher. And they said, you know, you'll never play Ed Sullivan. Um, We were going to book you for six more shows. What do you think about that? And Jim Morrison looks at them and says, hey, man, we just did Ed Sullivan, which is true. Self-titled album, Break On Through the Other Side, Light My Fire, Soul Kitchen, Um, The End. What's another one? Crystal Ship. Oh my God, they had so many hits. I mean, you. I remember when I first got into the Doors. I was a teenager, and when I was I was up all night listening to their album. It was just so amazing, you know. I mean, from Break on Through, Soul Kitchen, Crystal Ship, Twentieth Century Fox. Uh, Al- Al- Alabama song, Whiskey Bar, Light My Fire, Backdoor Man, I Looked at You, End of the Night, Take It As It Comes. Hello. <laughs> the end. All of, I love all of those songs. And then about six months later, they put out Strange Days. Strange Days, the title song is just, I love it. I love, I mean, you know, they put out six albums from 1967 to 1971 uh, before Jim Morrison's untimely death you know the Doors were just one of those bands and um, it's interesting because there are other people in my family who love the Doors and I was watching an interview that they did with Dan Rather about two years ago and how the Vietnam vets the uh, in Vietnam the vet, uh, they loved the Doors Oh my God, they love the Doors. They loved country music and they love the Doors. You know what I mean? Right now I'm watching the Golden Girls, but we're talking about the Doors. And I've got a, a candle lit to light my fire, honey. Um, and that was the other thing. You know, in 1967, you had the Beatles saying, all you need is love. And then you had the Doors saying, light my fire. And it was a different kind of love. And you had Jim Morrison, this front man, this lizard king. You had Ray Manzarek on keys. I always felt that Ray Manzarek was truly the leader of the band. Because him and Jim, 
you know, they they basically thought up this idea of a band and you have Robbie Krieger on the guitars oh, who wrote Light My Fire. A lot of people don't realize that. And John Densmore on drums. Now, the Doors didn't really have a bass player. They had a bass player in the studio. But when you saw them on stage, Ray Manzarek was doing the bass and the key- the keyboard keys. So, I mean, you know, talk about a multifaceted man, you know, right there. I mean, let's look at their catalog. The Doors, Strange Days, was it released in the same year. 1968's Waiting for the Sun, The Soft Parade in 1969, which didn't fare as well, but had some good songs. Um, and I just got, hold on. Oh, and, and I'm going to say, I did not like, what is this? 1970 was Morrison Hotel, hello. Um, 1971 was L.A. Woman. I didn't like Val Kilmer's portrayal of Jim Morrison. I thought it was wrong. Um, a lot of people like it. I didn't like it. He can't sing. Um, what they were doing is, is that they were really putting lies into who Jim Morrison was. And of course, who can forget Meg Ryan covering her boob, which is not what you do during the 60s. Okay, come on, Meg Ryan. Get real, honey. And then if you have an iPad, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but it's the doors. There is an app that I bought a couple years ago for $9, and it's a Doors app, and it's an interactive experience of the Doors, and it's just wonderful, you know? Um, talk about talk about a band that really, they were the opposite of the Beatles. They were opposite of the Stones. They were just there, and there was magic in their music. There was darkness in their music, you know? And Jim Morrison, this lyricist, this poet. And I think, you know, the band has really said a lot about Jim Morrison. And I remember, I I watched the behind, or not the behind the music, but the classic album series of The Doors, The Surviving Doors. And they talked a lot about, you know, the music and how the end was really a goodbye song. To Jim Morrison's girlfriend. In fact, when Francis Ford Coppola was going to do Apocalypse Now, he had the right to every door song ever recorded to put in the film. And lo and behold, he picked the end to open the film. That's the only he could have did light my fire. I don't know. It, it wouldn't have been appropriate, probably. Um... And the surviving doors told Dan Rather that they were just blown away by how the film opened with the end. You know, and it spoke to the guys in Vietnam, they said. And so it was fitting that the end would open Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is such a messy film. Um, I honestly always thought the making of it was more interesting because there's stories that you didn't hear about, you know. Apocalypse Now, you watch it, and like, okay. It gets, and it gets dark. And then you have Marlon Brando, and, you know. Um, oh, here, him and Martin Sheen. I'm a soldier. You're neither. You're an errand boy sent by grocery clerks to collect the bill. 
I can't do Marlon Brando. I don't even think Marlon Brando could do Marlon Brando. Come on, let's get real. Um, but back to the doors. There's a beautiful instrumental of Crystal Ship that Ray Manzarek did, where it's just him and the piano. It's amazing. Um, the doors kind of had they had a circus feel to them they had a classical feel to them there were so many different facets to the doors you know and they worked as a band and if someone had gone solo you know it wouldn't have worked i think with successful bands people always well, well, you know you could do this solo and they told that to janice joplin and she left big brother and the holding company and boom you know did it didn't hold to the company it didn't work so but it's just one of those things you know what i mean so it's the dr seuss podcast we're talking about the doors it may have to be a two-parter because there's so much more to the doors than just the albums there is the influence there is the ideology there is the imagery there are so many images of the doors that are used all over in art and film and music and books and um the whole history of the doors you know they did not i mean jim morrison took his cock out come on at a concert he did you know it almost derailed the band people were like what he's like i want to have my whole cake before before, uh, i want to have my cake and eat it too before the shit house goes down and he that's what you know he said so yeah, but we'll talk more about it next time, maybe tomorrow. Um, and as always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>